the baby boomers led waves of dramatic culture changes. Their voices raise awareness of consumerism, retirement programs, higher education, health care, and civil rights transformations. Now, the baby boomers have reached an age where it is our turn to give back to them for their voices, their struggles, and their footprint on the society we benefit from today. Boomer Living TV's podcast is dedicated to the support and the enhancement of senior living and the baby boomers' needs and demands. We welcome conversations between caregivers, providers, gerontologists, geriatricians, neurologists, technologists, developers, and operators with one objective, to serve our baby boomers. By bringing together these experts and the baby boomers' families, we can share our knowledge that will educate and inspire others on how to care for the baby boomers. We're a social platform that focuses on the respect and care of this aging population that gave their youth and their wisdom to the society we benefit from today. Today, my guest is Miri Collar. She comes with 30 years of experience in all aspects of real estate, including the marketing of single-family homes and condominium properties and the management of commercial properties, and now more than 10 years of experience in senior housing sector. She has helped build Greenwood retirement communities from two retirement homes to a portfolio of eight homes and a team of 500 employees. In February of 2020, she joined Yi Hong to help build a culturally appropriate portfolio of retirement communities geared towards the Asian Canadian seniors. Good morning, Mary. Thank you so much to be here sharing with the listeners your story, your journey, and the conversion to senior living. Can you share with the listeners about your background, how you come to senior living? So I come to senior living by complete chance. Uh, it's not that this was where I was expecting to go. I uh, joined a real estate investment company. Uh, we were just two and a half people and we planned to stay a small real estate investment company. But we just happened at some point to invest in a retirement home. So we started out as uh, an acquired investor watching from the side. But uh, after the years have gone by, we got more and more involved, more and more interested, and at some point decided that we can do this better. Uh, and we took over the management. And from there, I uh, started my career in retirement home living. So I don't have background in operation. My background is actually real estate. But after 10, more than 10, almost Wow, almost 15 years in the sector. I now have a lot of background in operation just by virtue of owning and managing a retirement home. Great, great. Company. Okay. Awesome. So what's your thought on retirement community as an option for seniors? I think it is the best thing we have. Uh, of course, it would have been lovely if we could all keep our seniors in the family. But even then, I, I still think retirement homes offer independence uh, to seniors. Uh, they don't need to be waiting for the daughter, for the neighbor, for somebody to come along and help them. They have everything they need in the community. But at the same time, they have their own independent suite. They can decide when they're going to be in the suite and do their own thing and when they can be out in the community. 
I feel like a lot of seniors these days are uh, alone uh, at home uh, for long stretches of time, waiting for somebody to, to come by and visit them. And when they are in early time at home, they are among their peers, among people who care for them. Uh, and again, they have the, the, their own choice when they want to back out and hang out quietly in their own suite away from other people. I think it's the best thing we have to offer to seniors. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think that's a family decision to choose what's best for the loved ones. Mm-hmm. And I also think there comes a point that family members may not be the best caregiver. Having gone through the same situation myself, my mom lived with us, yeah. with my siblings, as long as she possibly could, because our tradition is that we take care of our elders, our parents yes. and grandparents. Yeah. But reality hit is when my siblings just couldn't take care of her anymore. It's a very tough decision. Yes. So, but we're yes. blessed to be able to find a home, an extension home speak for my mom. Yeah. So I'm a believer that if you can keep your loved ones in their home environment as long as possible until mm-hmm. the care is not suitable anymore. Yeah. And I tell you, that's that's a big decision. And yes. You have to make that decision based on what's best for the loved one, maybe not what's necessarily the best for the family members. You always have to think in terms of, is this good for my parent or grandparents? Yes. From my experience over the years, I've heard again and again, seniors who moved into a retirement home reluctantly and found out that this was an amazing decision. And they were regretful that they haven't made the move much earlier. They found they have company, they eat well, they exercise, they feel better. Before, a lot of people have this concept of hospital. And these days, retirement homes are, are tiny little condos. They're not hospital. Absolutely. It's all about vibrancy, engagement, yes. Yes. activities, and stimulation and further development, whether it's an online class or any skill set they want to acquire. You know, I, I think it's great. If you're mm-hmm. blessed enough to be in independent living in a community that provides that, it's a perfect fit. Yes, yes. Uh, it can definitely uh, make you healthier for longer. I agree. I think that's great. So you want to share your uh, take on senior going into a community and just believing that it's the best decision ever because not all communities will provide what you and I discuss. I'm sure yours do. Do you have anything else to add to that before we go into the conversion? I find these days that the majority of the retirement home sector are very good homes with very good operators. I think there are very few who are not up to standard. I think if you go into a retirement home and you feel a good vibe, smiling people around you, you can feel totally comfortable that you will be happy there. I, I again, heard a lot of uh, seniors say, uh, they didn't expect to make new friends at 85, but they do. They meet people, other people who are just as lonely and want a new friend. And it's, yeah, it's their peers, their age group. Very blessed. It's almost like a restart, right? Restart on exploring your later third or quarter. 
Yes. Do have that opportunity. That's amazing. And yeah. I know COVID has taken a hit uh, worldwide and particularly assisted living and the older adults. Mm-hmm. And I'm hopeful that once this settles down, that the seniors can truly reap the benefits of the amenities at these communities. Yes. As far as I see uh, right now, COVID hit very hard the long-term care, the heavy care communities. Most retirement homes remained pretty much COVID-free because they had the ability to separate people. So the minute people had their own independent room and it was not impossible to uh, isolate there wasn't a problem. So I I really don't think people should be concerned about retirement homes. And I heard that people are going back on cruises. So if people are going back on cruise ships, they can definitely go back to retirement homes. Yeah, no, I agree. I think all of us, we just got to be mindful, comply with the regulations. But at the same time, the sooner we get back to life, the better it is for the economy. Yes, Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I know you mentioned you've been involved with converting hotels to retirement communities. What are some of the advantages of doing that in the conversion as opposed to, let's say, starting out ground up? The the company that I worked for before had uh, four of its uh, of the portfolio that was a hotel conversions. The most beneficial thing about doing a hotel conversion is the fact that you're saving a lot on your costs and on your time, which means you can then offer better rates. Uh, your product costs you less, you can sell it for less. And we know these days the cost of retirement home is high and some people cannot afford it. But if your product cost you less to build, then you can afford, you can sell it for lower prices and people can afford uh, to move in. Um, hotel con- hotels in general, and ever since we've done those, every hotel I go into, I start looking around me to figure out, can it be converted to a retirement home? And in general, hotels really lend themselves to it. They are built in a way where you have all these independent suites. Uh, usually there's large amenity uh, spaces. So uh, the structure is usually there. So then it's a question of um, community. A lot of time hotels are either in downtown uh, uh, commercial areas, not really residential areas, or sometimes they're on airports or highway ramps, not really where you want to put a retirement home. Not every hotel is convertible. But a hotel that's in an environment where you can walk and uh, there's good uh, public service, sorry, public transit service, then uh, that's a very good uh, option for conversion. And of course, you need to have enough amenity space. So if you're looking at a small motel that doesn't have a, a kitchen or a dining room area, then again, problematic. But if you buy a hotel that used to have a nice banquet or uh, the extended stay hotels these days have a, a, a small kitchen and a, and a dining room that really uh, can be converted. And of course, a lot of uh, hotels have uh, conference uh, rooms that can be converted to amenity space. So 
hotels yeah. in general lend themselves to conversion. Makes a lot of sense. Give me your thoughts on, let's say, the room size of a hotel. How is that adequate for assisted or um, memory care room? And, and is it robust enough to accommodate independent size room? So it really depends on what you're looking for. I've seen a, a small a, a 250, 280, 300 square feet suites that are very small. Uh, the old type uh, uh, hotel suites. Uh, so in that case, your retirement home is full of studios. Uh, uh, they don't have kitchenettes. They have those little cupboards where you can stick a microwave. You get smaller suites, and uh, but still, uh, you have as long as you have enough amenity space, as long as you have room in the suite to set up the basics. Uh, we used to tell the residents, that's just your bedroom. The whole rest of the hotel, the rest of the building is the rest of your home. So uh, that allows, again, to offer a much lower price range and open it to a much broader uh, audience. We also did an extended stay hotel. So in an extended stay hotels, they actually have a full little kitchen in the suites. So for independent living, that's perfect. Again, because it was a hotel conversion, we had large suites with full kitchens and still it was uh, uh, cheap enough for us to do to allow us to also sell for lower prices. Depending what your hotel you start out with, there's definitely options for different types of markets. Makes sense. Makes sense. If we're able to convert hotels to senior living, another consideration is schools. Schools in rural areas that perhaps have the community, but not accessibility for folks who drive far to go to a senior living. That's another consideration too. That's another topic. (laughs) Yes. I have seen schools converted. I have seen churches converted. So if you have a large structure that takes away some of your uh, development risks, then uh, away you go. You just saved yourself some time and some money to get a product into the market. I agree. You gave me uh, a high level of the benefits and what you look for in a hotel for that conversion. Mm-hmm. Give me some deep dive, what the process enta- entail. Like, how did you convert it with regard to the construction and the approvals? And So really... Uh, depends on uh, where your hotel is and uh, what the city requirements are and what the zoning is. So in you definitely need to go through the city and ensure that you have the right zoning and if not, apply for it. And then there were different considerations about the building. So the first conversion that we did, the building was, it was relatively new. There was very little that we needed to do in terms of upgrades. It was some replacing of carpets, some uh, uh, buying a senior friendly furniture for the amenity space. Uh, It was interesting. I never expected, but one of the big things to do was to get rid of all of the furniture in the hotel suites. You would think that would not be a problem, but yes, it was a problem. Uh, What was wrong with the old furniture? 
So normally in retirement living, you let the seniors bring their own furniture. They don't necessarily want hotel furniture. Mm -hmm. The minute you take all the furniture out of the suites, and, and a lot of time it's not senior friendly, it's hotel furniture. Yes, you want to take everything out, but now you have dents in the carpet, you have markings on the walls. A lot of hotels have wallpaper. You take mm -hmm. off the headboards and you know how, how in hotels they nail everything to the wall uh, so that people don't take it when they leave the room. Uh, yes, now you have holes in your wallpaper. So what do you do with that? In some cases, we painted over the wallpapers. In some cases, we had somebody, an artist, come in and, and do artistical uh, fixes to the wallpaper. Yes, that was an interesting thing that we did not expect. Mm -hmm. um, another thing was baths. So if you're, if the hotel is full of ba baths, not showers, uh, we had somebody who came in and cut out the tubs. So cut a, a chunk in every tub to allow uh, the tub to become a, a walk-in. Uh, so we didn't replace the tops. We had them professionally cut out. In the two hotel conversions that I was involved with, we took two different approaches. In one of them, we said, we don't have to fix up all the suites. Let's just fix up the first 30 and, and start selling. And it allowed us to really, between shutting down the hotel and opening the retirement homes, it was three months. It was so quick that people would actually still come in and expect this to be the hotel and we would have to constantly turn away people who thought that they were coming into the hotel. So that allowed us to really do a very quick uh, upgrade, uh, replacing furniture, uh, 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 replacing some carpeting, and away we go. We opened a retirement home. Uh, wow, nice. Three months. Yes, in the second case, we, we had more, uh, it was an older building needed more work. So we couldn't do that. And we actually went and fixed up all the 148 suites. Uh, and we did a, a much bigger renovation. So it took longer. There were all kinds of uh, issues with the city that I don't really want to get into. But yes, mm -hmm. it was uh, <laughs> a lot of work to get us to, uh, to open. But even then, when I say a lot of time, it was 13 months. So compare that to building new. Uh, uh, from the day we took over the hotel to the day we opened the door to the public was 13 months. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice, so, nice. So what did you do in the rebranding from the uh, hotel to the senior living? I have to admit when you're building a new retirement home and the whole town watches the building grow, everybody knows that you're there. When you're building a new retirement home, when it's a hotel one day and it's a retirement home three months later, yes, you have much more to do in order to get your name out there. We didn't do rebranding. We just needed to let the world know that we're there. So we did some advertising. Of course, usually with retirement homes, your market, most of your marketing is community outreach. It's mm -hmm. letting the uh, social workers, the hospitals, uh, the church groups, let, letting the community know that you're there. Uh, uh, so that's how that's what we had to do in order to, to let the world know. In our second hotel conversion, we were very lucky. We were in the parking lot of the largest mall in the neighborhood. So mm -hmm. everybody knew we were there. We just hung a lot of flag, flags that said, 
retirement residents and uh, that's how people found out about us. But yeah, you lose the fact that when you're under construction, the whole world knows that you're building there. What would you say your biggest challenge is in the uh, conversion uh, on both projects? This is a, a Canada and Ontario thing. Uh, uh, so in each, wherever you are, there's building codes there, there uh, that pertain to what is required in a retirement home. When we did our first one, the building code was one thing. When we did the second one, it was something else. Uh, and a lot of things that... Uh, just changed along the way. So just a, a small example that was a surprise to us. In a hotel, you leave your suite, you close the door, it locks behind you. Currently, the code in Ontario says, uh, in, a, in a residential setting, you have to be able to go back into the room. It can't lock behind you. Because if in case there's a fire, you're in the hallway, you need to get back into your suite, mm -hmm. but it got locked behind you. So we had to actually replace all the locks. We didn't expect it. So there are all those small things that have to do with building code that you now have to watch for. Uh, is this, if this is an old hotel, uh, it, there's many areas where you may not be up to the new fire codes. And of course, the most important thing is, is it sprinkler? Mm -hmm. uh, if it's not, got a sprinkler. So... Uh, um, yeah, I would say uh, the, the biggest challenge is, is to make sure that you're buying something that would be appropriate for conversion and that uh, you understand the, the building code implications and what you will actually need to do in order to convert it to a retirement home. Great advice. So for the residents, what role do the staff and the sense of community play? as opposed to like a physical place that they live in? Oh, this is my favorite uh, preaching point. <laughs> 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 I always say it really doesn't matter. You can have the prettiest building and the m most beautiful amenity, is, but the most important thing in a retirement residence is the team, the people there, the atmosphere that they create. When you walk into the building, do you feel a positive vibe? Uh, the, 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 the team, the, the frontline team in a retirement home, they are your extended family. Uh, they are the one who are there when you're happy, when you're sad, they're there in Christmas, they're in there on Mother's Day. They are your, your extended family. So uh, they make an, or break the, the retirement home. And, and I think during the COVID outbreak, there was way more talk about the importance of the frontline team and taking care of the seniors. But we know that anybody in the sector knows the important role that they play. And again, from my experience, every time we ran resident satisfaction survey, when you ask the resident, what's the mo thing that you love most about here? The team, the staff, the care providers. Yes, they are the most important thing. Uh, the walls, the, the pool, the furniture, the lipstick, yeah. not as important as the no. culture and the people, Yes, the, the caring side of it. Yes. And I'm a preacher for company culture, but at the end of the day, it, it's the culture of the people on the ground. It's the mm -hmm. retirement, the specific retirement, the team that works there. They need to be 
engaging and they need to be happy and they need to be caring and then everything else just falls in place. Mm -hmm. So how do you instill that? I, I am in full agreement. It's a task to instill that in the people. So how do you do that? So uh, from my perspective, the way I always handled it is uh, that was uh, the team was my number one concern. So if as the president, the CEO, you care about the team, they care back. Uh, so I, I would always put the team as my first consideration. I, they were where I concentrated. Uh, how can we make their lives better? What do they need? Uh, concentrate on making sure that they have all the tools that they need, that they feel engaged, that they feel appreciated. We all love feeling appreciated. I would say to any leader, your team, uh, they will make you or break you. So give all of your attention to your team. And I, I truly believe that when you invest in your team, will invest back in you. Absolutely. It's full circle, isn't it? Yes. yes. And, and it will show through the residents. A hundred percent. You can feel it when you go into a, a home where the team is happy and they smile at you. When you tour, people stop and say hello. You're in the right place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're very blessed. Sounds like you had a very exciting journey and a lot of learnings in the conversion. Is there anything else that you would like to share? I have been blessed. I worked with some amazing people. I learned from everyone I met along the way. Everybody in the sector has something to share, and I believe in sharing of knowledge. I truly think that we all need to work together. There is no competition. We're all serving seniors and uh, let's do it together. Thank you so much. Thank I you. appreciate your time. I think this is very inspiring because it's still, a, well, at least in my, from what I see, it's still a new undertake that people are locating high schools and hotels. I think more and more are new, doing new development, but I think due to COVID and the complexities that come with it, the construction during this time, I think more and more people will be looking for high schools and hotels and the location of accessibility. So that's great. And thank you for being here to inspire them. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Boomer Living TV's podcast. Make sure to visit our website, boomerliving.tv, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and other platforms. This way, you'll never miss a show. And while you're at it, if you found value in this show, we would really appreciate a rating in iTunes or simply tell a friend about the show. That would help us tremendously. Be sure to tune in weekly for our next episode. And remember, growing old is the purest and the most positive experience of human existence.